This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland. Good Tuesday afternoon, I'm Spencer Chase. Agribusinesses are increasingly becoming subject to cybersecurity threats. That's the word of Jen Pino Gallagher, director of the Food and Agribusiness Practice for M3 Insurance. She tells the Midwest Farm Report there has been a spike of cyber attack claims in agriculture over the last six weeks, and other sectors of the economy are vulnerable as well. So this type of an attack is a, called a denial of service attack. is a type of cyber attack targeting a specific application or website where the goal is to basically exhaust or overwhelm the target system's resources. They do this by sending multiple requests to the website at once. In fact, Google reported that when they were became under attack back in August, at the peak, their system was receiving 398 million requests per second. She says agribusinesses and producers alike are susceptible and should explore options to stay protected both on the cybersecurity and insurance front. What agribusinesses, what an individual farm, what an individual homeowner should be asking of their agent is, do we have coverage for a cyber attack? What does that coverage look like? Oftentimes there might be uh, like a throw-in coverage that's mixed in with either your homeowner's policy or your farm policy. But truly, if you want to have protection, you should look at a standalone cyber liability policy. She says many criminals often see farms as especially vulnerable and possible ways to score easy financial gain. In other news, farm worker paychecks could be on the way up. A new analysis from the American Farm Bureau Federation says compensation through the H-2A program could be 6 or 7 percent higher in many states following increases in the adverse effect wage rate. That figure is used to determine H-2A wages in each state. Many in farm country have pushed for an H-2A wage freeze, and Iowa Republican Chuck Grassley says he thinks it's an idea worth exploring. Yeah, I think we should have that freeze, and I think we heard uh, before the Judiciary Committee, uh, maybe now six months ago, uh, testimony uh, from farmers and and growers, uh, probably more in fruit and vegetables and livestock, about the Department of Labor regulations, how catastrophic it was to profitability in farming and whether or not they'd be able to meet the goals that are set. Labor costs already account for a sizable chunk of production expenses for American agriculture, including about 38.5% for fruit and tree nuts and about 28.5% for vegetables and melons. Finally today, the Commodity Credit Corporation has been in the news for many reasons over the last several years, including recent spats over Climate Smart Agriculture funding. But the program's history includes several uses of the billions of dollars in funding that have both helped American agriculture and raised eyebrows around the world. Ralph Linden is a retired attorney who worked on CCC issues throughout his career at USDA. He says the program's nature goes back to its founding. People struggled with what could the federal government do in that era. So they turned to well, let's create a Delaware corporation because corporations can do basically you know, any type of business out there. It's a little bit of subterfuge. You know, it's kind of like, well, we can't do it directly, so let's try to do it indirectly. So CCC was initially uh, set up to make loans to farmers, including loans to uh, carry out conservation programs. 
You can hear more details on the history of the CCC, how it was used in various administrations, and how the Trump administration utilized the account to fund two well-known programs in the first episode of AgriPulse Deep Dive, online now at agripulse.com and on several podcast platforms. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's crop insurance industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 490 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.